Hello everyone and welcome back to Manoa Place of Rest. I know I have been gone for a while but I'm so excited to be back and to be quite honest with you I'm really grateful that I took the time away because man so many things have happened God is so good and so many things I've learned and learned you know healed from been delivered from have gained understanding from so it's a whole mixed masala of god is good you know um but yeah man like i also started a new job um provinces so i've been really adjusting to this new way of life that i have had to adjust to but yeah i'm so happy to be back and i just want to quickly dive into this topic because it's such an important topic and it's something that honestly we are all going to have to deal with and we are all going to have to really learn to cultivate and steward and practice for the rest of our lives because we are going to deal with people we are going to go through things that are going to require for us to learn to be a type of people who just know how to forgive on the spot who just know how to forgive, how to let go, how to allow God, you know. Yeah, so I really wanted to focus on the scripture found in Colossians 3 verse 13. And it reads, Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Now, you know, when they say the scriptures read you back, sometimes when you read the Bible, you're like, oh, that was for me. <laughs> I do not know how to forgive and I need to learn, honey. I need to learn. It's essential. <laughs> when I was battling this issue of, of unforgiveness and forgiveness, I remember a time where I mean, we live in a generation where we have embraced the, the issue or, or the topic of trauma. You know, oh, my trauma, I have so much trauma, this, that, that, and the other. And I remember the series of questions posed by my mentor. Those really challenged me to really change the course of, of my mind, the course of my life. <laughs> sounds dramatic but like it really challenged me to really change the way in which I pray and I've seen such hectic changes since I've started to see life through the lens of these questions and I will pose the same questions to you is the blood of Jesus not enough to heal the wounds they have left behind is the blood of Jesus not enough to set you free from the insecurities they caused? Is the blood of Jesus not enough to restore back to you what was stolen from you? Is the blood of Jesus not enough to heal you from all of your traumas? Is your trauma more powerful than the blood of Jesus? And honestly, it challenged me. It challenged me because I had to then sit down and go back to to read and understand the significance of the blood of Christ, which is something I spoke about in the last episode that I posted, you know, especially about going back to basics and understanding the foundations of the Christian faith, you know, and that's also breaking down and understanding 
why did Jesus come and die for me? But we understand it in the context of salvation. But sometimes I feel like we fail to see the death and the resurrection of Christ in the context of our day-to-day lives. So I ask you again, is the blood of Jesus not enough to heal you from what they have done to you? Unforgiveness is a snare. It is like a prison. And the only prisoner in there is you. It's me. When we choose to not forgive those who have offended us, who have hurt us, we are entrapping ourselves, hoping that the pain, the hurt, and the frustration, and the anger, and the resentment is felt by the other individual. And the truth of the matter is that they honestly have their own things that they are worrying about. And a lot of the times, they don't even care about us that much. And even if they did, they still will not understand, comprehend the hurt that they have caused in your life. And so now you sit there and you're the only one who's hurt, the only one who's cried, the only one's frustrated, the only one who's offended. And what are you what are you gaining from that? See sleepless nights. The Lord had to show me just how dangerous unforgiveness was when it comes to what it was doing to my body. I started getting sick. There were times where I would physically feel my blood boiling on the inside because someone had offended me, because someone had had irritated me, because something had triggered something from my past. I could feel it. I was like, Lord, this is not okay. And I refuse to live like this. I refuse to. I actually refuse to continue to live like this because this is not healthy. I refuse to be that person who's, who's popping pills, <laughs> you know, when I'm older because I have unforgiveness in my body because it's raging havoc inside of me. And so I had to acknowledge the fact that I was an, unf- an unforgiver. <laughs> an unforgiver. I don't know if that's a word. But I had to acknowledge that it, it was hard for me to forgive. I had to acknowledge that actually I was carrying a lot of pride, you know, because in me not wanting to forgive that person, it's like me saying that, oh, I hold the final say. I'm justified. I I am putting myself in the place of God. And it's like, how dare you offend me? It's like me, dude. Who are you not to be offended by anyone? You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things where it's like, if Jesus Christ went through so much, then who are you not to, you know? And so when those questions were posed uh, by my mentor, um, obviously through the Holy Spirit, it tugged in my heart because I had to, I had to put Christ above the things that have happened to me, and it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy because the pain was real. It wasn't easy because the disappointments were real. It wasn't easy because the emotions I feel. It's not like these things are going away. You know, and then on top of that, I've learned that forgiving someone is not an emotion. So it's a choice. I choose to forgive you. But now what happens to those emotions that I still feel? Because I can sit here and I can choose to forgive you. But every time I think about you, every time I see you, or every time I am minded of a situation, 
these triggers, man, it's these triggers that come back and it's like, yo, but I mean, Lord, like, but I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm saying, I forgive this person, I forgive this, but why do I keep thinking about them? Why do I keep, why is this thing keep triggering me? Why, you know? And so I also, you know, you had to go through that. And the reality of the matter is that we choose to forgive people. That is a choice. And we give that to the Lord, but we don't stop there. Forgiveness is, is, a, is a journey. And I've had to learn that there are certain things and circumstances that the Lord will allow to go away in different increments because there's characteristics that the Lord is trying to build up in you. There's a situation where I, that I had with a specific person and I went to the Lord and I prayed about it. And that whole day, no, two days I spent praying about the situation. And I was venting to the Lord. I was like, oh, Lord, I don't like this person. I let it all out. After those two days, the person was not in my forefront anymore. I wasn't thinking about them as much as I was the, you know, the two days prior. So to me, I knew that those emotions that I had, those feelings that I had, the frustration that I had, the Lord had taken it away. But then there are certain, certain situations that have happened, you know, especially like in my past, where it's like, man, it's taken so long to deal with. But as I'm journeying through them with the Lord and I'm still to this day talking about the same thing that I was still talking about five years ago, Man, but I see how my responses towards those triggers have changed. I'm seeing how my, my viewpoint is changing. I'm seeing how the Lord has helped me to see it from a different perspective. I'm seeing how, because that, that is what journeying with the Lord through forgiveness should look like. You know, it's not just going to be a while word, okay, that's okay, it's done, you say I'm bummed. No, there are things that the Lord wants to work out of you. There are certain situations and certain circumstances that change the way in which we, we see life, we see friendships, we see relationships, you know, we see business. We see, they, just, they change us because of one person, because of what they did, because of what they said, you know. And so there's certain things that are going to take time. But as they take time, as you journey with the Lord in that forgiveness, where he's able to shift your your gaze from the situation to him and then as you look at him he's able to show you how he sees the situation right but i also feel like now it's like okay right i i hear you you know i'm sure someone's like okay fine i hear you but like what does like just simplify so you know like just make it practical you know so how do you go about talking to the Lord and and even starting this journey of, of forgiving someone. You know, as mentioned before, you sit down and you have a conversation with the Lord where you make that choice and you say, Lord, I would say start with the, the issue that keeps, it, it's just, it's reoccurring in your mind. You keep thinking about it. You know, there are people who live rent-free in our minds. 
and I'm sure we've heard this thing. <laughs> like there are people who live rent free in our minds and you keep thinking about them. You keep thinking about a certain situation. So whatever that thing is, take it to the Lord and talk to him about it and be honest. Be honest about your emotions. Tell the Lord, I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I'm disappointed. I, I frankly, I dislike this person because of A, B, C, D, F, G. I dislike whatever is going on because be very transparent with the Lord, right? And keep going back and back again in prayer until the, the focus and the intensity decreases. How you know that you've reached a point of forgiving someone or healing is when it's no longer something that you think about all the time. Now you're probably thinking about it like oh, twice, you know, a week where you used to think about it every day. Then you're like, oh man, this thing is not that strong anymore. You know, then you start to realize, okay, now the burden is lifting. Or when you think about a person because you've been bringing that person, bringing that situation to God all the time all the time now when you think about that person you're no longer like bitter about it when you think about that person you're no longer irritated or even hurt and as you are bringing this situation or this person back to god over and over and over again now you are dealing with the emotions that were attached to the pain and that you are holding because when you forgive a person we know it's a it's a choice that we're making. It's a decision that we're making. But those emotions that linger still need to be dealt with. As we keep bringing it back to the Lord, it's like you keep addressing it. Think about a wound as it heals. It takes time. You know, as it heals, it takes time. You nurse it every day. You put that Vaseline on it, you know. I don't know how else you nurse know, someone. I was using just Vaseline, but every day you put that Vaseline. Every day, every day, that Vaseline. You know, as you're talking to Christ, think about you putting that Vaseline on that wound, and then you get to that point where that wound is completely healed. It's there because you're not gonna forget, you know, because you're a human being. It's there, but your interaction with that person has changed. Your views of the situation has changed. Why? Because you are allowing healing to take place. You are allowing the Lord. And as you go to talk to the Lord, you're also praying the prayers of, Lord, change my heart towards the situation, towards the person. Help me to see this thing, this person in the way that you see them. What is it in me that needs changing, that needs transforming? Purify my heart because I know that in every single situation that I find myself in, there is a possibility that I may also be at fault or the situation was so deep that it has changed and altered me in a way in which my attitude is not that great as it used to be. You know, maybe I've become more cynical because something happened to me. You know, it, it, there's always a need for a heart purification as a child of God because life is always happening. You pray, you pray, you deep in prayer, and then you open your door 
step outside, something happens to offend you. You know what I mean? So there's a continuous need to to ask for a purification of the heart. Right. And it's essential that we learn to master the art of forgiveness because it's something that we're going to have to do for the rest of our lives. Because when we get married, or if we are already married, man, I'm sure our, our partners, I'm sure when you're dealing with human beings, man, you're going to you know, irritate the living daylights out of your partner. Your partner's going to irritate the living daylights out of you. You need to learn how to forgive. People that you work with are going to piss you off. <laughs> yeah, excuse my language, but they, they're going to piss you off. And you're going to have to learn to not harbor this thing in. And people have high blood pressure. And it's like, if only you would just release, man, these things that you're holding on to. You're killing yourself daily. You're harming yourself daily. And pretending as though it has not happened. Numbing yourself. Distracting yourself from the situation is not you dealing with it. You're just holding it in. And the next thing you know, you're blowing up and you're getting frustrated and you're getting angry with everyone. And it's like, but what did I do to you? I wasn't the one who hurt you. It, re- it, it affects us so much. It affects even our French, our relationships, our new friendships, because we're not dealing with the issues from the past. And it's so important that we do. Because another thing that is essential for us to understand is that when we don't forgive, we are harming our relationship with God. Just like the scripture says, remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Must is a command. It's an obligation. It's mandatory. It's not a, maybe you can. You can try to. It's a, you must, you have to do it. Why? Because Jesus Christ forgave you before you even came to him and asked him for forgiveness. He died on the cross for you to set you free, to bring you back to a relationship with God. He loved you that much whilst you were still his enemy. And every day we know that we sin against him, but then we come in and we repent and we we ask him to forgive us and we have the faith and the hope that as scripture says that he is merciful to forgive us but now how can we expect god to forgive us continually even for the little things not for the little they're not little because sin is sin in god's eyes but how can we expect him to continue to forgive us for all the things that we have done we fail to forgive those who honestly do Sometimes even small things. But we get so offended. Ah, you know. But how can we expect God to forgive us of the things that we have done that even they they could even constitute to us not even being in his presence for eternity? But he forgives us. We are obligated to forgive. We have to forgive. Because if we don't, who do we think we are? And I feel like sometimes we do need to have that wake-up call as people. We have been hurt severely and all of our traumas very deeply. And again, I want to preface this by saying, I am not saying that what you went through was not painful. It was. But the blood of Jesus Christ is more powerful than the pain that you've gone through. 
And until you start to walk with that mentality, you will be bounded by offense and unforgiveness and you will continuously harm and hurt yourself. But the Lord is saying there's freedom for you if you would shift your gaze, release the burden, release the unforgiveness and stop thinking so highly of yourself. Humble yourself in the presence of God and say, Lord, I am an unforgiving child and it's hurting me. It's hurting my relationships. It's hurting my friendships. It's hurting me. Help me. Because I cannot do it in my own strength. And you will see God heal you, deliver you, restore back to you what was stolen, and give you more than you can ever ask or think. But there's a lot of things that unforgiveness is going to limit in your life. And I don't know about you, but I do not want to live a limited life. Just because I'm holding on to pain and things that the Lord is saying, surrender. It's not easy. It's painful. There's nothing more painful than walking through this journey of forgiveness. Because man, people do things. Life ain't easy. But we serve a living God. And if we believe that we serve a living God who's able to help us through these things, then we should trust in that even as we go through the pain of surrendering these burdens up to him, that he is able to, to give us an abundant life, to give us his peace that surpasses all understanding, that his joy will be in us and it will strengthen us to keep going. So I really hope that we can, myself included, learn to, to stop being so prideful and humble ourselves in the presence of the Lord and actually understand. And the thing is that like the Lord is so open, so open to teaching us. He is so open to teaching us. If we ask him, Lord, I don't understand this forgiveness situation. I really don't. Break it down to me. I mean, I'm hearing, I'm hearing this girl talk about it, but I, I, man, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm very hard-hearted towards it. This, it, it's just too deep, man. I, I don't, I don't. Ask him, ask him to teach you. Ask him to take, to take you through it, and he will. And I'm telling you, you're gonna cry. It's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be painful, but so worthwhile at the end. Because that wound will be there, but it won't hurt anymore. It will not hurt anymore. You will actually sit there and be like, oh, actually, that was some crazy thing that happened. That person did some crazy things, but how am I not so living God? Wow. I do not want to be a prisoner to unforgiveness. I do not want to live a limit, a limited life. When I've been called to live abundantly. When I've been called to live fruitfully. So I really hope that this encourages you to step out there in the secret place as you spend time with the Lord. And I hope that it, it don't, please, don't do it in your own strength. Give it to Christ. Humble yourself. I don't care how much you think that you... You have you have it all under control because we know how to deceive ourselves as people. I am saying, humble yourself in the presence of the Lord and give it to Him. Give it all the struggles, the pain, the trauma, and walk with that mentality. 
that is the blood not enough? Even if you're crying, as you say, that is the blood not enough to heal me of this trauma that I'm carrying? Is the blood not enough? Put Christ above everything that has happened to you and you will see, you will see his majesty, you will see his goodness, you will see, oh, you will see his goodness in the land of the living. Thank you <laughs> for joining me in this my little corner of the internet. Mm, mm, mm.